Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Bentleys. Right here, right now. And today we're going to be discussing, talking, entertaining, stripping the topic of friends or foes. Or friends that are foes. You know what I'm saying? Or friendship that are vultures. Hashtag. Friends are vultures? What was your hashtag? I don't think I have one. You had one. You were talking about it. Uh, friends uh, friends with foes that are friendship vultures. with vultures? Uh-huh. You know what? Uh, let me tell you really quick. I, I think that we, with time and age, I realize to pay a lot more attention to when it comes to somebody trying to interact with you and communicate and trying to engage into a relationship. And I'm not talking about a, a loving relationship. I'm talking about a friendship. What do you think the most? You know, it's been a very candid topic in my life. I truthfully can tell you that I have not found friends. I, I don't have... I have acquaintances that are friendly, but my expectation level of friendship, right? Um, it's I just have never found anybody like that, unfortunately. I have always felt like I have been... Um, a key to somebody's need and I've taken it oh is this a friendship but in reality it's just people vulturing my relationship and taking what they can and leaving you know the skeleton or the carcass or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um, behind and I have had such a hard time of um, not having friendships and giving everything to building a relationship and wanting to stabilize a friendship that, unfortunately, I just feel like friends don't really exist. You know, it's really hard. I just do want to add on on top of what you said. I don't know if it's because you're a horse, but what I've noticed in my relationship, my loving relationship between you and I, I think that horses um, can see through the BS of people, they can definitely see through the real intentions behind everyone's um, approaching you and trying to engage into a friendship, you know, and you said something very key, important for me, you said the expectations for a friendship, I think when I think about a friendship, I really would hope and believe that when I'm engaging into a relationship, kind of like a friendship, I'm giving you my friendship, and there's so many, so many topics and probably um, so many things that I want to touch base on. Just because, like, I grew up with, uh, like, four sisters, uh, and all of them were like, well, you got to earn my respect, you got to earn my trust. And I think that I, I think a little bit different. Uh, in some occasions, that can apply, but also, in a friendship, I give you my trust, I give you my time, I give you my respect, and uh, you're you, devoted to the relationship. You are the one who either make it grow more, or then just break everything up. And... I feel like when I when I when it comes to a friend a real friendship, I expect the other person to give me the same that I'm giving you support, listening to you. I feel like I throughout the time I've only engaged, and I've come to a point to realize that a lot of people just are there for themselves. Like they literally call mm-hmm. you to, you know, they like I will literally call you the mail and be like, hey, the mail, how are you? 
and you're like, yeah, I'm good, how are you? And then I start talking about me, and I, like, I can spend a whole hour talking about me, and at the end, I just hang up, and I don't know anything about about you, and I don't yeah. even touch race with you, and that, that's not the kind of relationship I want. Also, I don't like the friendships where, like, if we go out, um, I'm the one paying for everything. Like, you know, everyone... Which I think that's been very much your case, and... I definitely have good intuition. I, I, I got to tell you, sometimes I have, you know, regretted um, not following my gut and my intuition with relationships. Of course, now I know better. When you know better, you do better right here, right now with the Bentleys. So I got to say that definitely I agree with you. You know, to me, a friendship is an equal interest right? An equal interest of, of building a relationship, nurturing that relationship, interest on how are you? How is everything going? And, and you know, how can I be a friend to you, right? That's how I am as a friend. I'm the type of person that girl... Like, you support each other, you know, like, if you don't have the money right now, I'll support you back, and yeah. when you can, you'll support me back, but it's not always like, I'm giving you, giving you, take, giving you, take, yeah. and you're, you know, one thing that I learned with you that you that you were told one time it was something that someone close to you at the moment said, you know, when I'm giving you so much, I leave myself asking for how, how is it? Yeah, um, I I've been a victim, like I said, of but know, was the being used a lot, and I had this um, this person close to me, and he told me, I see you for what you're doing, and I think you're doing too much. You have to acknowledge the fact that you can't take the shirt off of your back if you don't have a spare shirt because guess what's going to happen? When you don't have a shirt on your back and you ask people, you're going to run the risk and the chance of them telling you, sorry, not sorry, even though you just gave them a freaking, you know, whatever shirt, you know, of of, of your interest. Yeah. No matter how cold it is, no matter what you need. Mm -hmm. And I personally, when that happened to me, when that conversation, it clicked. It clicked for me because I felt really bad. Because I grew up in a household where being selfish, being self-centered, you know, being self-aware of what I wanted, how I wanted things, you know, what, what, what I wanted for my future, that was frowned upon, right? If you thought to yourself about... um this is my center. I want to be centered. I want to be thinking about myself in the aspect of being self-centered. You know, hey, what do I have to do in order to get to maybe the potential career that I want or maybe the potential home, whatever the case is. I was made feel bad about always thinking about my future and my well-being. And unfortunately, a lot of people suffer that issue as well. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that you are the same way. Oh no, it clicked, honey. It clicked, okay? And I mean, I gotta tell you, I'm a sucker for sure. I am emotional, um, you know, for people's struggles. Like I've been through my fair share. We've been through our fair share of struggles, so I can I wanna say I hate when people say I'm an empath, but I definitely feel like I can be very empathic. Is that the right term, empathic or empathic, whichever one? Um, and I can really, you know, feel for you. So I'm going to put myself in your shoes and, and behave towards you the way I would want someone to behave towards me in the struggle in the moment, right? But it definitely clicked. I, 100%, I am very careful. What about you? 
I think uh, what I was trying to go with uh, the saying that someone told you close to you is that, you know, a lot of times people are not aware that if you're giving something as little as as a gift card or as um I don't know, not a gift card, just a, as a card with your emotions written down to let them know how important they are for you, um, you're giving them a piece of you and something. And I think a lot of the times people are not aware of the efforts that you put into a friendship. Uh, a lot of the times people do feel um, that they are entitled and they throw you under the bus or they use you because that's the way that they work. And that's how I have come to terms with myself of just being by myself with, with you as, a, as my partner, as my loving partner. I don't feel like I ever feel left out or feel mistreated. And... To be honest, I I have to analyze my life and go back in time and think, you know, hey, you know, the relationships that I still have with people who I've met throughout the States or people who I've met outside of the States are really not, you know, focusing. They're not really reaching out to me because they truly want to engage into a, a really good friendship. And a lot of the times that can be emotionally draining for me. Mm-hmm. I notice that a lot of times people are there for themselves. Like, uh, just a brief story, um, when I was 14, 15 years old, I think I started a relationship with this gal, and then she was my closest friend until, like, I was 20, 30, 30, 31? 30, actually. And I was so close to her. Like, every time we would go to the movie theaters, like, it was... I would receive the same, kind of the same as I would give her, as an example. Uh, you know, like, I would invite her over to movie theaters and all here and there. And, like, as I as um, my life moved forward and I changed, you know, I moved to another state and moved outside of the country or just in general, I feel like I, I still continue to have that type of relationship with her, even though, obviously, the distance, it was very, you know, something dramatic with Yeah, you were putting in the efforts for the relationship to flourish. And in the beginning, she was trying to do that, but then later on, she kind of just gave up, and she would reach out to me every now and then, and every time I would go and visit back my home, I felt like I would have to bring her stuff, and, you know, I I don't know, I feel like it was an, an even friendship. Later with time, um, one in my one of my last birthdays, she made awful comments about me with you as my partner, mm-hmm. and I overheard them, and I felt like that really threw me off because I am almost I'm 31 years old now, and for my closest friend from my entire life to make awful comments about myself on my birthday was like, what, okay, what are you heartbreaking. doing? Heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, but also it's alarming that. She could have been like a foe her whole entire life, and she she was just waiting for the moment to attack back. Like, I feel like when I think about a friend, I don't think about somebody like that. I feel like I, I have somebody that I can count on. If friend is somebody that is kind of like a family member, but closer because I'm the one who chooses my friends, mm-hmm. my friendship. And a lot of the times, I don't know if you guys have had this type of relationship with your family, but unless I've had, you know, my first share with you know, awful experiences with family members where i just rather to stay away. So when I think about a friendship, I feel like I can talk to them. I can, you know, play video games probably. I can yeah, connect, topic. really connect on a different level. 
and I can respect with each other's thoughts and beliefs and you know, it doesn't matter what it is, but I feel like I can still connect and in a way we still think alike. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. <clears throat> it's very unfortunate, let me tell you. Again, I've had a lot of heartbreaks. It's very depressing, to be honest with you. I personally don't like to give power to the word depression because I come from a household where my grandmother, she was severely depressed. I come from, you know, my mom having, you know, record, you know, with depression and, and you know, struggling with that mental well-being. So I personally want to not put away because I understand it it's a real thing but I don't want to give power I don't want to say oh I'm depressed you don't want you don't want to over make it you don't want to make it to, uh, to a point that it overcomes you and it, it, it brings life it consumes me yeah. yeah no absolutely and in my personal belief um, it's depressing it's it's heartbreaking it's so depressing to know that it's emotionally draining it is emotionally draining to know that there's a lot of people that unfortunately just use you. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's heartbreaking because when you're a good person, right, you're giving yourself to the relationship and you're putting everything that you can in order for that relationship to flourish and you find yourself, you know, catching yourself being fooled. It's it's horrible, it's heartbreaking and you feel so sad over the fact that you don't matter. You know, you do not matter to these people. And Sure, some people may say, well, no, you're, you're worth. Absolutely. Trust me, you know, we know our worth. We know the kind of relationship we can provide, and we know moving forward, what do we want? However, sometimes when it happens once and twice and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, there's a point where you start to doubt, you know, what am I doing? You know, what choices am I making? You know, I'm trying to apply the lessons I've learned. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to apply the lessons I've learned, you know, to avoid, you know, coming back to this place. And then, unfortunately, you know, you you just don't have those friendships. And I feel like it's very interesting because I personally, when I gave up on the idea of having friends, this was, I don't even know how many years ago. But when I gave up on the idea genuinely, I started thinking to myself, and I said, where is that, that that idea of having a friend? Because for so many years, I felt lonely. I felt incomplete without having a friend. I felt like I needed that best friend in the, in the sitcom, right? I needed that BFF, you know, where I could trust and I can, you know, they were going to be there for me left and right, you know? And then I understood that I've been brainwashed by... Television, yeah, yeah. We grew up seeing that. We do, and then they just don't add on. Everywhere you go, everywhere you see, like TV shows, uh, anime, you know, anywhere you go, you'll see relationships and friendships. And it's like, you know, a lot of the times, uh, people, uh, I, I don't even know if I should call you brainwashing, but people should sometimes brainwash you into thinking that, hey, hey, she is your friend, but or they, he, she, they, them. Um, are your friends, however, you got to put up with their BS because, you know, that's our relationship. So because they're, you're, they're, you know, quotation mark, they're putting with you, and it's not fair to do that. Yeah, and I want to make something very clear because I don't want this to be seen like I am an antisocial and I don't want any friends. 
but to be quite honest with you, within my experiences, I just I can't say there's friends out there because I haven't had any positive experience. I want to talk really quickly on experience that I had. We met a friend. We're not going to name names just because of, of privacy. Um, you know, it is what it is. We we have class, honey, right here, right now. Um, we had a friend. We met them. We moved to Indiana, and this was such a sweet girl. Like, we thought that she was the super nicest, the most innocent, friendly, uh, upbeat kind of friend. And, and we really fell in love with the idea, uh, or I can speak about myself, I really fell in love with the idea of kindling a friendship with this person um, and having it, you know, grow to be, you know, like a sisterhood, a brotherhood, whatever you want to call it, that bond where we knew we were there for each other unconditionally, right? To the point that we actually, like, we would invite her over. She, I would literally, you know, sleep on the floor. She would literally sleep with right next to the mailfish. We want, at, at that time, we only had one bed, so we wanted to make sure that she was happy, she was content, we were comfortable. We would play video games, we would play movies too, for her. Movies that are very kind of like open to your mind and kind of giving you a different point of, of everything in life, like inspirational overall. Yeah. And I feel like um, we are adults, right? You and I were adults yeah. that have a lot of experience and knowledge, and we have an open mind and an open heart. And we like to embrace this person. She had never even seen the ocean, you know what I'm saying? And I grew up in an island, so I we wanted to share our experiences so she can enjoy you know, those experiences as well. Um, but as the friendship started to develop, we started noticing things that we just did not enjoy, we didn't like. So we started pumping the brakes. Um, and communication flew. And when the communication flew, uh, the friendship, we fell into a hole where we felt you. And we separated ourselves because, you know, at this point we were, we felt like her parents, right? Yes. We felt like we had to provide financially for her. We had to cook. We even went to her home and cleaned her home. We did yard work for her, uh, all while she was just going out and smoking weed. And I just want to stop you right there. I feel like I just want to make a point to the that. You know, so a lot of people will, will say things like, well, you know, you put yourself in that position, and you shouldn't never allow yourself in that type of position. But we're helping her. She was by herself. We were her friends. We were literally her friends. And, you know, that's all we counted on. And she was a person who could speak about our issues in our lives. And in general, we would invite her over. Um, we would go to her home. We would. I don't think we ever stayed at her home. I think we stayed once, and it was because it was too late to drive home, and it was snowing. Um, but, you know, we felt used, and we decided to, to completely evacuate the friendship because at this point, communication had been, you know, on top of the table, and nothing was changing. It was just unfortunate. I don't want to badmouth her in particular because I'm sure if you ask her, she probably never thought she did anything wrong, even though we discussed and communicated. But 
she got to a point really quickly. She got to a point where she started working for a multi-level company. If you guys want to know a lot more about multi-level companies and what we think about it, we will discuss it in the future. So she started um, believing in this multi-level company to the point where, you know, things, things got really, really weird. And so, just like Jamel said, we we stepped aside from that relationship and we moved to Florida. And that's when, you know, even though time had passed by, I felt like Jamel and I we would still think about her and wish her good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because here's the thing. When you're in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whatever relationship you're in, and you wish people well, you just don't flip the switch. At least I don't, right? Yeah. So we, I didn't really want anything to do with her at this point because so many of the same things. And I said to myself, I don't want to put myself in that situation because I have allowed myself to grant opportunities and it just never ends well, right? If it. What is what is how does that thing go? Um, do me wrong, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right. So, Lilitha was like, "Listen, let's not focus on the negative." You know, she brought a lot of joy at a certain point in our lives, and we felt like we connected. Let's see if the friendship is still there, because a lot of the times, friendships do go through. You know, struggles, relationships. They go through struggles. I can tell you, I've been with my partner for seven years, and in the seven years we've been together, it's been all colors of the spectrum, right? We've, we've had the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, the really good, the beautiful, the you know, we've had it all, you know, and, and I'm sure we have so much more, right? Um, but I said, you know what, let's give it a second chance, and things started going well, right? Things started going well. We invited her over to our home in Florida. But, again, she expected us to finance her trip, you know, pay for the stay, pay for everything. And we were a little concerned that, again, we had evolved and she was still on the same page that we personally were just not comfortable in, right? And we had voiced this, right? Didn't we voice this out? We couldn't be clearer. Um, So kind of kept the relationship off and on, off and on. Obviously, at this point, we knew where we were standing because, you know, I mean, come on, right? Yes. Like, I just don't have words to, it's just the obvious. So we started pushing back, and the pandemic happened. We obviously wanted to make sure that, you know, she was doing well. Um, at this point, she had a relationship that, you know, to each its own with their, their personal relationship. Um, but... It was just a relationship that, as a friend looking from the outside, hearing the, the the stories and, you know, the situations going in the relationship, it's just not a good relationship, right? But it's, it's my place as a friend to let her know, like, what your worth is and, you know, what are you expecting out of the relationship versus what you're getting out of the relationship. But as a friend, I don't have the right to tell anybody he's not for you or she's not for you or you don't date her. You don't, I'm not your mom. You know what I'm saying? You make your own decisions. I can point out certain things and, and see if you, um, you know, want that for your life in the future. And if you do, I mean, as the Jew would say, Mazel Tov, right? Good, good off to you. Yes. So, and as friends, as friends, I think we, 
we gave her like advices. We would talk about things and we would let her know how we felt and what things we would recommend. And at the end of the day, she was free to choose whatever she wanted to do because it was her relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic happened. After the pandemic kind of started settling down, we were, you know, vaccinated. We both are fully vaccinated. Um, we asked her if she wanted to, you know, have a trip because at that point we had a little bit of money. I think uh, what happened is that something happened with the government money or something like that. And we said, well, we don't have a lot of money, but we would like to know if you, in the future, you, you would like to do a... If you wanted to go to New York or if you wanted to go to... Anywhere in, in the state. Well, for us, we had some savings. I know she had um, just gotten her stimulus. And, I mean, you're welcome to use your stimulus or whatever stimulus you had gotten. You, you're welcome to use it on whatever you want. It's your money, right? right? But for us, we had savings. So we said, you know, the pandemic is now, like, deflating. We're fully vaccinated. You know, we would love to go either to New York or, we would, you know, have a trip. And um, we asked her, like, hey, you know, we know um, you're saving money as well. Yeah, I know you've got your... your um, or what do you call that? The, the money, essentially, from the government. and stimulus. Yeah, the stimulus. And, you know, we want to know if you want to do something because we know you've never even seen the ocean. We would love for you to have an experience with people that know how to work themselves and within I, that environment. I think the main idea was to go to Puerto Rico because I've never been there and she had never seen the ocean and it was something that the male called comfortable because, of course, you know, it's Puerto Rico. But she said that she wanted to do California because we live here. We, she could stay without pain. And, you know, at that moment, we kind of got like, you know, she, we were comfortable because she was our friend. But at the same time, she was, we kind of already had bad experiences with her. So we kind of started fla- flashing those red flags. Getting nervous. Yeah, we got really nervous. And we said, you know, I remember that I told you this trip is either going to break the friendship or it's going to make the friendship. Obviously, when I, when, we agreed, and if we even talked to her about it, we we, mm-hmm. we expressed that to her, one hundred and ten percent, as the Bentley say, we expressed our expectations, our you know our house, um, I don't want to say rules, but our house customs, how we were taking care of ourselves and our environment because of COVID, and she fully agreed to everything. You know, she was like, it wasn't like a yes, yes, yes. It was like, yes, I completely understand. Like, to the point that we, sorry to interrupt you, but we were, we're still very careful about it. Like, when we go to back, we're not as, you know, demanding with each other, but we still take our full clothing, we put it in the washer. First thing we go in the house, we go wash our hands, we clean everything, we go and shower ourselves, and we don't touch anything. And so... Those little things, we were very cautious because we didn't know how dramatic it could potentially be for ourselves with the coronavirus. And so the reason also we were so eminent to ensure that our home was a safe environment was because before the pandemic blew up, Felipe had coronavirus. And the doctor, he had such a hard time. Recovering. He was, yeah, he had such a hard recovery. You know, till this day, he still has some aftermath, but he had a really near-death experience. I remember his doctors would go in with, like, lab coats and everything inside his room, and they would say, like, <clears throat> so many people have died over this, so you have to prepare yourself if you're not going to make it out of this, right? 
influencer, and this is before the COVID blew up, right? So we we were just being we are very cautious because we've been through COVID, right? We've we've lived yeah. through COVID, and as a friend, you knowing, right, that we've lived through COVID. As a friend, understanding that we are opening our doors in the middle of a global pandemic. You need to be responsible. You need to care for us and abide by our grants and what we're asking you to do, right? We're not asking you to clean. I mean, we never asked her to clean, and we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, we we talked to her very adamantly. We asked her, like, hey, are you comfortable, you know, with this and this? Yeah, we even set a a time. We in one of the conversations way before everything started happening. I even talked to her and be like, hey, do you have a couple of minutes? I would like to discuss how we are. And, like, we would literally, like, way before the idea of her coming to our home, she would literally FaceTime us. And when a package would arrive, we would, she would literally see the process of us cleaning. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, yeah, I completely understand. It's fine. You know, like, I, I understand how horrible the experience for, for me, Felipe, was. And, and so she sounded very understanding. So to the point that how things ended, I feel like it was just jaw-dropping. And she she insisted in coming to California. So we said, you know, that's fine, but these are the expectations. She finally arrived. When she arrived, she was happy, I guess. You know, she was excited yeah, to she be in the state. Um, we, the first thing she said, she said that, okay, so... Way before she came in, I, I, I did tell her, you know, hey, it's going to be a long trip. You've never flown, uh, you know, through an airplane. So make yourself comfortable. Be aware that you do want to rest a day prior. Don't do anything that's going to make you exhausted. Well, when she arrived here, she literally told us, you know, like, hey, I'm super tired. And I can completely understand that a flight, it's, it can it's be exhausting. Yeah. yeah. And she said, well, yesterday I went to I went to go with uh, my boyfriend somewhere else, and we went to work out, Then I went to sleep really late, and it was like, wow. And she woke up like at 4 in the, in the morning, which, again, choices, choices. It's it's not our problem, but at the end of the day, we were dealing with her, her bad attitude, right, her behavior. And um, the first night, that, the first day she arrived, we said, you know, we want to invite you for lunch because obviously it's it's early enough we don't want to wait till dinner let's invite you for lunch um she knew that financially you know we were being very careful because the job situation because of covid it's just very very swiss cheese honey you know there's a lot of uh, holes in the system because of it right and even if we were disgustingly rich you know if my theory of if, if your friend is inviting you, you want to be thankful, you want to appreciate, and you want to make sure that you are taking it with gratitude, right? So we invited her. She's like, yes, I'm starving. Oh, my God. And she took two bites of the burger, uh, two fries, and she threw the rest of it away. Uh, we were like, all right, you know. I hate to waste food, guys. To the, to, I've been in a position in my life that I had no money for food. I had to scavenger through trash to feed myself. 
And when I see someone just carelessly, number one, throwing food away, wasting food, and number two, not appreciating the fact that, you know, we're making a sacrifice, because it is a sacrifice to spend, you know, I think we spend like what's, uh, I want to say anywhere from like 50 to $60 yes. between the burgers, fries, upgrades, and all that crap, right? Because we wanted her to have a wonderful experience. And she was swearing that she was so hungry. Um, and we were like, okay. So we decided, you know, we wanted to make the best trip for her. And we asked her, hey, is, it, is our burgers even okay? Like, do you feel comfortable? Do you want to go out and get a salad? And, like, there's a lot of good, healthy options here. Like, we could go get a, a, a salad. We could go get, like, fried yeah, we, chicken. We, we could go get that. soup. And we literally asked She said, well, what, what's, uh, I'm really, really hungry. Um, what's close to us? And we offered, you know, there's a very famous uh, restaurant here in California called In-N-Out. And um, if you like burgers, and she's like, yeah, I love burgers. Like, I can't wait. I, I really love them. It's one of my favorite, like, foods. And little did we know, at the end of the whole shebang, she ended up saying that she hated burgers. Anyways, let's continue to the burger place. Yeah. And they so, waste. So... <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I I am reliving the experience, and it's just so upsetting. Because at this point, honey, I don't even feel hurt. I feel angry, and I feel like, you know, I feel upset over it. So when we decided, you know, that we wanted her to have her first ocean experience, the first day that she arrived, we drove, I think we drove like an hour to Long, uh, or was it Long Beach? Yes, or Laguna Beach. We went to Laguna Beach, and we told her, "Way hey, we're gonna do this. Are you feeling comfortable? Is it okay? Do you think you can do it? Yes, yes, I can. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I want to make sure that we also, because I think Philippe is doing such a fabulous job um, expressing this, but we always were nothing but considerate over whatever we planned for her to see, we always were so considerate to ask her, like, Like the know, music, like, even we we bought a hand sanitizer for the room where she stayed. We we got a hand sanitizer for the back of the car. We got some wipes for her so she would feel comfortable. Like, we we even brought, brought in a couple of face masks for her. Yeah. We, oh my gosh. we created a beautiful ambience gift basket for her. Uh, with she loves makeup, and we purchased. We didn't have any limits in our spending. We both we bought those of colors. We bought Urban Decay. You know, we wanted a special experience because we knew this was her first ever plane ride. We knew it was her first ever trip. And you don't want to forget about it. You want to, you want it to be made magical, just like the first time in everything. And let me tell you something. I have never had anybody do, not even a 5% of what we did for her. Never. No, so, well, friends and things like that, no. Okay. Have you? No. Ah, bueno. So, here's my thing. When we drove to the ocean, it was a little cold. Um, you know, it, it, gets, it gets a little windy, right? As soon as you arrive, you feel a little bit cold. But once you go to the beach, like to the actual beach in the ocean, and your body will just adjust yeah. to the temperature. And at first we were like, are you sure they're comfortable? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's perfectly fine. We got it. She put her feet in the ocean. Um, and then she started acting really weird, but then she wanted to get in the ocean. So we all got in the ocean, you know, having yeah. some fun. 
And she had clothes, obviously, in the vehicle because she had her, her luggage, right? And clearly, you know, it, it, it got cold um, because we were, like, soaking wet. So I told her, like, hey, change your clothes um, so you're not uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that, but thanks anyway. And I was like, okay, fine, that's your decision. I mean, I couldn't change my clothing, or Felipe couldn't change it because, you know, we were in the vehicle. Um, and we didn't expect to go in the water, but because she wanted, we were game for the best trip ever for her. Yes, I agree 100%. Like, we were game to do whatever she wanted, however she wanted to do it. We just wanted her to have an amazing time. We were so happy to have her, you know, to be able to host, you know, for her. We were just very excited, really happy. We hadn't seen her after our fallout, and at that time it had been, like, what, two, three years? Three years. So she flipped the switch out of nowhere, flipped the switch in the back seat, nasty attitude, like, she was mean. She was, like, just, like, I honestly, thinking about it today, she ignored us, like, we would ask her questions, she was... We even stopped to get her soup. We we went to um, buy some miso soup and some pastries. Again, we sponsored that as well. Um, so she could be warm and she had a full stomach. We wanted her, again, to be comfortable. Um, you know, and we never asked her for any payment or anything. And, girl, she just flipped the switch. And what I'm telling you, she was nasty. She was mean. She was cold. We would ask her questions. She was just quiet she would ignore us it was just jaw dropping behavior because at this point we hadn't even spent with her eight not hours not, not even eight hours between the beach and, and going you know to get the, the soup and things like that we didn't even spend eight hours together and she was already behaving to my opinion worse than I've ever had her behave right yes so we both felt very angry very uncomfortable because at this point, you know, we have sponsored gas for our vehicle, food, dinner and lunch. You know, we're traveling with you and giving you the best experience that we can. We're doing everything as you wish. And then you have the audacity to behave like this on the first day. Of course, you have to be cautious because we didn't want to hurt her feelings. But she was clearly hurting our feelings. You know what I'm saying? And there's a difference between she's hurting our feelings and, like, we live in the same state. But you travel whatever amount of hours. You're in my house. And you have the audacity to misbehave and hurt my feelings and and act like an animal in my turf? Yes. That's just uncalled for and jaw-dropping. So when we got home, we proceeded to do... Um, it was just very uncomfortable. It felt like we were stepping on glass, right, on eggshells. And we proceeded to go with our routine of taking our clothes off, things like that. We told her, we don't want you to take your clothes off out here. What we need you to do is so-and-so to go into the home. She cut us off. She did everything wrong. She touched everything inside the home with dirty outside hands. Yes. She didn't even wash her hands. She went to the shower, and then she did her thing, and then she went into her room. She went into her room. She saw the basket that we had gifted her. In my opinion, 
she didn't acknowledge it, and in my opinion, I am a regretful and remorseful of doing that. I'm, a, I'm to be quite honest with you. Let's be honest here. I'm regretful and remorseful of the entire trip. I I'm regretful and remorseful of rekindling the relationship X amount of years ago. If I'm 110 percent honest, but you know we are in the, we are in the trip, right? So she barely said thank you. Felipe was the one that kind of talked to her a little bit because I was showering. I told Felipe I feel very upset, very uncomfortable because we even tried our best to make conversation with her and she was just rude and disgusting like if we would have been any other kind of people we would have told her you need to buy yourself a new ticket and get out of here right yes 100 percent. and i feel like you know the whole experience is like another vibe like i definitely you know i felt like she took advantage of the whole situation she did and uh there's no way to express myself on how I felt, just like you said literally a couple of minutes ago. You know, she didn't wash her hands when we were going to her. Like, she would take off her shoes outside of, the, outside of our home. She completely, like, um, she said, screw it. I'm doing whatever I want, however I want it. really nasty attitude. And she didn't talk to us. And she went to sleep the first day, like, like nothing happened. And then the next day, she didn't say anything. Yeah, she didn't apologize. She didn't acknowledge anything. We laid down. We were laying down in bed, and as we were laying down in bed, we 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 heard we overheard her because we we had a, a different kind of system in our in our home where we laid down and then right next to our bed as our couch. So she sat on the couch expecting us to little serve for breakfast, and that was pretty much it. And I don't want to give you as much detail as how awful the experience was to just say the list that, you know, every single day she made it an awful experience. Yeah, it was like, a horrible we would, experience. We would, literally tell, we would literally tell her, hey, you need to use the restroom before we go out because we're going to go ahead and um, we're going to go to the beach or today we're going to go to the museum and today we're going to, you know, travel this kind of distance. And, and make parking sure, is really difficult. And I want to make sure that you're comfortable with it because everything is far away and it makes it more far away because of the traffic. And so if we hit traffic, instead of being at 20 minutes, it could potentially be 40 minutes or up to an hour. So I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, frustrated, or anything else. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And even though she was able to open the window, she was able to, you know, if she asked, hey, I need to use the restroom, we would literally, you know, find the soonest target, and then we would literally drop off there, and we would all go to use the restroom. Or if she was, like, I would tell her, do you feel hungry? And she would say no. And I would be like, okay, if you guys don't want to eat, I do want to eat. So we literally would go eat. And uh, out of nowhere, she would, she would go and buy herself, like, the tiniest mini bowl of anything and eat it as fast as possible. Like, oh, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't have the words. Like, you can see me having a hard time to express myself because it was such a horrendous experience. It really was. When we talk about friends and foes, I think that this is kind of a full relationship because... She's def- she was definitely a really difficult experience. I remember that every time we would go back home, she would literally, like, we, we don't, we have that, call- we, because of the pandemic, we started including more of the culture of not wearing any shoes inside. So she didn't care for it. She would not wear, she would wear 
her shoes, she would wear her socks, she would wear anything, she would start grabbing everything with her, you know, like, oh my gosh, it was such an awful experience. It really was. And like Felipe said, the trip in general, she was with us, what, five days? Yeah, I think four days and three nights. Yeah, it was walking on extra sharp, nasty glass. Not even eggshells, honey. Eggshells were comfortable compared to it. Because at all of this point, and you guys may be able, because obviously now that we're talking and, you know, we're we're giving you um, our realization of everything. Yeah. Um, definitely, it's more than clear to say, like, well, she was never a friend. You guys wasted your time, and you guys never saw this. You guys brought it upon yourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. But when you're in it, you don't see that. You just make excuses that, you know, you, you, you're you friends, right? And yes. people evolve, people grow. She's not as experienced, or she doesn't have the same mentality, or she doesn't have, um, you Con- know... She's not conscious. Yeah, she doesn't have the consciousness because she doesn't have the experiences. So you make excuses because you have love for this person, right? Yeah. It's like Kyle Richards said one time, I, I just don't want to say these things because... Um, making excuses for it, it's like saying I'm a, a, a wife with a black eye saying, oh, I just fell on, on the stairs when it's really an abusive relationship, right? Yeah. So, after all, I just could not wait for her to leave. If I'm quite honest with you, I, I just could not wait for her to leave. Felipe couldn't wait for her to leave. We were done and over with the situation. We knew then and there that we were going to keep because we didn't want to hurt her feeling, you know. We, again, wanted this this trip for her to remain, like, a magical trip because we did everything under our power. We wanted to make so. this experience, like, a Disney experience for her. Yeah. And I think we put all of our efforts into making this type of relationship go, but it just it just, it just couldn't. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more about this, let us know. Let, follow us because... We are very open when it comes to this, and I think that having this podcast and being very upfront and open about our feelings and how we feel about friendships, um, I think when we talk about it, we don't mean to sound any kind of, like, quotation marks. Nowadays, they call it caring, complaining about everything. No, we're disclosing our feelings, how we feel about it, and I think when we talk about relationships, I think I have a hard time engaging and trusting another person now because I would... At all the relationships that I've had till today, or most of them, 90, 98%, most of them are just feeling like, yeah, I'm going to use you, or yeah, I'm going to see what kind of uh, advantage I can take from you, or what am I going to benefit from you, you know, like those type of relationships. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they not only do they make you wrong, they also make you sound like they, you are the one who is yeah, guilty. Because that, that's exactly what happened. When we went to Rodeo Drive, and we like Rodeo Drive, don't get me wrong, you know, uh, everybody likes nice things, right? But I'm not mesmerized, I'm not, you know, gagged. It, it is a cool experience to, to go if you've never gone to the Rodeo Drive, and mostly if you've seen any movies like Pretty Woman, you, like, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful to me. It's fun, yeah. Kind of like I said, but it's nothing outrageous for us because we've, we definitely have been in other beautiful malls in California, just to say the least. And... Uh, yeah, and we saw her. We took her there because we knew, you know, she. We knew she had an interest in seeing that world, 
Um, and she's like really into like the Kardashians and the fantasy and la la la. And again, as good friends, we just wanted her to have a good experience. So we took her there. And as soon as she started walking down the streets, you could see how she became like super insecure, uh, super self conscious. And a whole different person. And a whole different person. She would walk in ahead of us, leaving us behind. And then at one point she said, you guys are not my friends anymore. You guys are my, my bodyguards. I feel like a celebrity. And, I mean, what can I say? What, what can kind of friendship? Mm-hmm. What kind of friendship can you expect from somebody who is acting up like that? And I remember I would look, I'm very fond lately within the years of experience dealing with this type of behaviors from people in general. I think I have become more upfront, very sarcastic, very... You know, a jokingly manner, kind of deal. Yeah. Very transparent with my feelings and emotions because I, I'm honestly tired that people are just hurting. Assholes. And, um, oh my gosh, I don't know if you can say those type of words in the past. You can, girl, right here right now. I don't know. And, you know, people are just rude in general. Some people are just rude in general. They just want to take advantage of you. Not everyone, but most of the ones that I have dealt are with here. And, yeah, definitely our experiences have left us wanting more. And the experience just taking her to Rodea Drive, she felt like, literally, like, I'm telling you that she was, like, 10 steps away from us, ahead of us, and she would say, oh, yeah, this is where Kylie Jenner comes to get her coffee. Oh, yeah, this is where she, where Kim Kardashian took pictures. Oh, my gosh, did you see that Cardi B was here this day? You know, those Yeah, take a picture of me. Take a video of me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I get it. I get it, you know. I'm, I'm a fan. Like, I, I'm going to be honest. I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, if I can go to a, you know, to a place where she, they have been, I love to have the experience. I love to see how they treat us. I love to see, you know. But do you feel like because that's where of I was, your fandom, that's where I was does it getting, consume you? Does yeah, it make no, you that's where I was getting, evil? Yeah. I feel like, you know, I have that type of mentality where I feel very down. My feet are down to earth. And she wasn't. She was feeling like she was the most glamorous person, which is fine. But what is not fine and what's not sitting right with me is the fact that she started treating us like we were her employees. Yeah, she would literally tell us about belittling us. Yeah, belittling. And it was a hard one. Belittling. <laughs> and she would literally tell us, oh, you, can you grab my bag? I'm going to take a picture here. Mm-hmm. You know, and with, with this type of, like, nasty a tone of voice that I was, like, um, really stuck up. And it was like, you, you do know that there are no celebrities here. And even though we saw a celebrity there, you know, in West Hollywood, she wasn't she was afraid of it asking her asking him for a picture. And we were like, I don't, I don't. When I see a celebrity, even though it's a celebrity that I like, we'll be I, friendly. I go, out, I, I, I go like, oh, my gosh, she, I elbowed on him and be like, hey, did you see this person? And he's like, where, where, where is it, where? Like, he gets loud. He wants to see the person. But when it comes to me, I, I, I try to remain calm. Just because as a human being, I want the other celebrity to be treated or make them feel like they're another human being. Like, hey, how are you? How's everything going? I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to take a picture the point that they are like, oh my gosh, here we go again, I'm going to take another picture, you know, like, I understand how, I can I can feel that they can feel pressure, tedious about it, and so, I, I everything that I'm saying right now is, 
I want to get to the point that the way that she was behaving was not okay. For me, it was not okay. It was definitely not acceptable. Um, I felt like she was out in the clouds with filling the next Kim Kardashian. She completely forgot about us. And I don't know where else we took her up there was Hollywood. We took her to Beverly Hills, and we took her to West Hollywood, and we took her somewhere else. And uh, do you remember what was it? I remember we took her to another place. And this place was a lot more different from that. And so she was walking right next to us. Oh, we took her to Laguna, I think. Uh, the next thing we took her to Laguna Beach or somewhere like that. And she was literally walk, right, walking right next to us. Uh, but the behavior completely changed. And, the and here's the it. thing, too. She was mooching. She started mooching. And again, and for all of you guys who don't know what mooching is, what, what is mooching, Donnell? So, right here, right now, uh, the Bentley description of mooching is someone who's mooching off of you. She's, she or he are sucking, you know, benefiting with an ill intent off of you. And she knew, again, our financial position, she had money. Like, she had money. In her bank account, she had money. And um, she was just relying on us to pay for everything. Pastries, um, drinks, food. And I told Felipe, I feel uncomfortable that we are reducing. Like, we would literally, just to, just to, see, um, just to jump in really quickly, and we would go and be like, hey, I'm thirsty, I'm healthy. you want something? You'd be like, yeah, I want to get something to you. And we'd be like, hey, Megan, are you going to get something? You know, drinks are here very nice. The, they are real. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I think I may have said something. Oh, my gosh. We're going to call her um, something. We're going to call her Megan from Hercules. Yes. And we were little telling her, hey, you know, like, do you want to try something here? She's like, yeah. We went to get her cha-cha matcha, which is a very nice match a place here in West Hollywood. They have a lot of locations. Long story short, like, I would literally, like, push her to be like, hey, do you want to pay for it? Do you want to pay for it? Do you want to do this? And like, you know, like, I would literally kind of, like, gently, very educated, very softly, would literally touch base and be like, this is $5. Yeah, you cover your own stuff. Yeah. You, you feel comfortable buying that? And she was like, yeah. But then at the end, when I would play the order, walk away. she would be like, hey, um, just order whatever you think it's right. And then she would walk away. And we were like, um, okay. What are we supposed to do? Are we are we supposed to look like jerks and say, well, we already ordered. If you want something, go order it yourself. You know, it's not, that's just, it's unpolite, right? It's just not nice. Yes. Um, and again, she would, everything that we would purchase for her, she would, grab a tiny little bit of and just throw it away. Oh my gosh, I remember, like, every single thing that we offer her, she would literally toss it. She would be like, yeah, I love Boba. We would take her to the Boba place, and then she would literally just sip one, one bit and then charge the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And then I told Felipe, I was like, I feel uncomfortable with paying her um, her, her bills. This not, is something we discussed from the beginning. Not only we were paying for the gas, we were now paying for you know, the whole trip, we were paying for food, we're, we were currently not working, so we were literally paying this out of our savings. We were literally paying this out of a savings, and she had a job, she had received just her money, which is completely fine, but knowing the fact that we both, both ends had agreed to make amends, and I, I just felt to a point uncomfortable to, compl- 
continue reaching out and be like, hey, you know, I, I just, I'm that type of person that I would feel uncomfortable being like, I feel hey. embarrassed having to bring it up again and again and again and again. It's like, come on. Like, what, how many times can I ask you to cover your 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 expenses. own expenses? Right. When we're here because you want to be here, because we're showing you and we're here for you. We're not asking you to pay for our things, right? <sighs> just very poor experience. And just to close this up, podcast. Yeah, to sum it up, we um, we may continue with more friends and foes. See if you guys want to know more stories about our friends and foes. Follow us under Instagram, under Bentley or Dufay Official. And I got to tell you, overall, we kicked her to the curb. It'll never happen again. And if you guys, I just, I just don't know how this works, but if you guys have similar experiences, we would love to read. Can you read? Do you comment on this? Je ne sais pas, as the French would say. Um, guys, we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.